Hey, it's Micro Monday again, the microcast where we get to know members of the micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, community manager at micro.blog, and on this podcast, I'm very pleased to welcome Jatan, who is at Uncertain Quark on micro.blog. Hey, Jatan, how are you doing today? Hey, Jean. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me, uh, and I'm doing great. Uh, I hope you are too. I'm doing pretty good. By the time this podcast is published, we will already have held MicroCamp, which is a two-day conference. Well, not really a conference. It's a, a gathering of the communities happening starting on Friday of this week. And so hopefully by the time people hear this, they will have enjoyed MicroCamp if they attend it, or um, they will be sorry they missed it, <laughs> or... I will also still have some shred of of sanity left because it's uh it's the first time we're doing it and it's like pretty much everything in micro.blog it's an experiment. Right. But uh <laughs> enough about the past or the future to be the past. I'd love to hear a little bit more about you. So if you don't mind could you tell the listeners a bit more about yourself? Yes. So uh, I'm a space exploration writer. Mm -hmm. So I write about space exploration, science we learn from missions, and so on. And I basically evangelize uh, that we need to go and explore space uh, for the better to better uh, humanity's future uh, from multiple perspectives. Mm -hmm. So that's basically uh, the core thing around which my writing is centered. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, and uh, a major part of that is the moon. Uh, most people don't tend to think about the moon a lot. Uh, they tend to think of it as a boring rock in the sky. Yes. But it's it's actually <laughs> the complete opposite. <laughs> it's actually the complete opposite of it. And so, via my uh, dedicated websites and blogs for the moon, on the moon, I tend to, I try to evangelize for its exploration as well. Yeah. So yeah, so that's basically my science side. And then I am interested in consumer technology as an enthusiast, mm -hmm. which is what brings me to platforms like micro.blog. Mm -hmm. And I care about the open web and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So and I care about blogging as a culture. So yeah, that's that's pretty much me. Okay. So uh, I'm interested what what um, got you interested in space and the moon in particular? So that's a pretty interesting story. When uh, I was little and in my school, what my school did something very interesting, which is to say that what they, they omitted certain parts of the syllabus mm -hmm. uh, from the science curriculum. And those parts happened to be related to the solar system, the universe, space and so on. And they did this for three years in a row um, mm -hmm. while I was something like 10 or 12. And... Uh, I eventually I got curious as to what is it that they are exactly omitting and why are they omitting that. So I just took it upon myself to, you know, uh, get the next year's book uh, and read the chapters by myself. Mm -hmm. And it was so I read the chapter on the universe in my science textbook uh, when I was 13. And that that was it. I was completely hooked. Mm -hmm. And because it was about something so much more than, you know, just our lives on Earth. Mm -hmm. And far more expansive mm -hmm. so it, it did not limit earth it, it 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 was more like expanding it so yeah so that was basically the hook and after that i 
just started reading more and more about space and I, I just got deeper and deeper into it. And that's how we got <laughs> yeah. here. Um, and, uh, and your, your microdot blog handle, I, I just have to ask is uncertain quark. Uh, how did you come to that? Yeah. So it's an, it's an ode to my physics roots. So since I knew that I had to study, I figured out that I had to study physics in order to learn about space. Mm-hmm. Uh, I originally wanted to research, be a space researcher. Uh, although I did not end up doing that, I realized that I want to write. But nevertheless, the physics was integral to doing either of those things. Mm-hmm. So I took up physics in my graduation and post-graduation. And that's where I learned about the, the uncertainty principle where a subatomic particle cannot know both its location and momentum precisely. Mm-hmm. So it's there is some uncertainty in what we can say about its state. And so I sort of took a metaphor version of it for my life mm-hmm. as in I am just one small subatomic particle so many humans mm-hmm. are, are there and this large universe and so I'm just a very small subatomic particle and uh, I can never be certain about uh, fundamentally never be certain about you know the state of the world facts in it and so on because there's always something new to learn old theories are being overturned every day mm-hmm. and so on so so that's sort of like a Ode to the physics roots. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice, actually. Uh, to me, it also embodies uh, the the core of sci- doing science because it's not about uh, finding the absolute truth. It's about realizing that there is always uncertainty in, uncertainty in what we know. Mm-hmm. So that that's also one of the reasons for it. Yeah. When you first came to Microdot Blog, I just your Microdot Blog username alone like attracted me to be like oh, I want to know more about this uncertain quirk and why is it a quirk and why is he uncertain <laughs> but uh but well, thank you. you know I noticed like that you know how much um work you do in this field of space exploration and the moon in particular and and the the all the publishing of your work that and I was really impressed uh how um you know, dedicated you are to this field. And I also like the idea that you do a newsletter called Moon Monday, because (laughs) I think Monday means Moon Day, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and across many cultures, apparently. Yeah, Uh, I think that's that's exactly right. So uh, with all this going on, how did you find out about Microdotblog? So uh, I think I came across Microdot blog about two or three years ago originally, mm-hmm. and the, I came across it via one of the blogs I had been reading. I don't remember which, mm-hmm. but it was certainly in one of the blogs. So the person recommended Microdot blog uh, as a uh, no nonsense alternative to Twitter, mm-hmm. and and so that I checked it out and I st- got interested in it. So that's yeah, that's that's how I came came to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, as we were first emailing about doing um, an episode of Micro Monday, I um, you know came across your post where you said you were going to stop hosting at Micro Blog, and I thought, no, we we like having you um, in Micro Blog, um, but then. 
but then you told me that you were still going to be participating in the community. But in the meanwhile, you changed your mind and decided that micro.blog would work uh, for your blogging needs. So uh, I think other uh, micro bloggers, you know, listening to this would definitely be interested to know like how the path of your decision making and what um, changed your mind because it's, it is a eternal topic at micro.blog. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, the topic of, I think I need to, to redesign my blog, or I think I'd want to, you know, move my blog, or I think I want to use this or that, uh, tool to yeah. write my blog. And, um, there's a lot of, uh, people who think deeply about this and, um, I think, you know, they'd be interested in your perspective. Yeah, yeah. So basically what happened with me was um, I already have my uh, main long-form blogs elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And my idea was that when I discovered micro.blog, my idea was that, hey, this means that I could use micro.blog as an open web alternative to all the little social networks out there for micro posting. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be Twitter, it could be Instagram, Tumblr, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, Goodreads even because of the new books feature and mm -hmm. so on. So my idea originally was that I would use micro.blog as a microcosm of these uh, uh, micro post related things. Mm -hmm. And they could serve as my ownable open web alternative to all these uh, closed social networks out there. But then I realized at some point that uh, uh, I actually don't micro blog a lot per se. Mm -hmm. And I often only come to micro blog uh, or Twitter for that matter, just to share what I blog in long form. Mm -hmm. So I, I just realized that micro blogging itself isn't for me. Mm -hmm. And that was my original uh, uh that was the original reason why I left, uh, why I thought of leaving. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, then I realized that people were, um, you know, people on micro.blog were interested in reading even what I had to offer in long form, not just short form. Mm -hmm. So, and they, they would reply on, uh, the posts and I would also often discover some, uh, interesting posts in the discover section and so on. So I realized, okay, maybe. Uh, I, I, I should just stop microblogging, but not necessarily leave dot micro dot blog. So that was the second part of it. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'll stay on micro dot blog anyway and continue sharing my posts because, uh, especially because micro dot blog allows that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need to have an hosted blog, uh, to participate in the community if I can bring my own blog in some way. Mm -hmm. I actually think that's one of the biggest strengths of micro dot blog. Uh, from a functional perspective, mm -hmm. not necessarily from a UX perspective, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so, uh, I thought, okay, let me do that. But then in the meanwhile, uh, I realized, uh, reading, I realized that when I was trying to set up my microblog, uh, I had come across many, uh, topics on the, uh, discourse forum, the help forum, mm -hmm. where, uh, there were, uh, uh, docs related to setting up your own microblog and, you know, using it as your website even for that matter. So that is when I realized that micro.blog allows, uh, me to control 
many of the websites files which is something which is not usually possible with other uh, you know uh, closed platforms or at least not to a reasonable extent mm-hmm. so so i realized oh well wait i have full access to the files and there are docs which uh, tell you how to change your home page from a micro post archive to you know a home page that where you can put anything mm-hmm. so so i set out to experiment uh, trying to replicate my website mm-hmm. which is basically just a collection of everything that i do links of to everything that i do and uh, you know uh, uh, links to my blogs and so on and so forth so i thought okay my website is not that complex to begin with if i could learn some html and css mm-hmm. and a bit of uh, uh, a bit of specific things related to micro.blog then i could you know just uh, possibly replicate my website here and so i set about learning basic html css and uh, within a week or two i now have my uh, I, i had my i had micro.blog uh, my hosted micro.blog running uh, having the same function and look as the uh the website that i had and uh plus i could make it a bit prettier because i could now do css and stuff mm-hmm. but my core motivation here was uh if micro.blog itself allows me to host my website there and customize it uh, in a way i want then i could have both my website as well as the cross posting feature which is really powerful especially for me as a writer mm-hmm. after i want to disseminate my uh, you know hard work of a blog uh, to everyone at once and just be done with it so uh, i realized i could have my website cross posting in one place uh, in in just one website without having to diverge too many things and at the same time support uh, open web technologies by the virtue of micro.blog having them by default Mm-hmm. so uh so i i really like the concept of the indie web for instance and uh i came to know about it via micro.blog so so i thought okay this sounds like this as long as i can learn basic html css there is no downside to it and there are plenty of upsides that i didn't have before so uh yeah so that was basically the reasoning and so l- as of uh yesterday mm-hmm. i uh shifted my main website from the older platform to micro.blog so now micro.blog hosts my website as well as uh, archive of micro posts and po- posts that i share and my long form blogs are elsewhere but they are linked to on the micro.blog website mm-hmm. so yeah that's basically my <laughs> setup and and that's thing. under your own domain yeah absolutely which is which is amazing yeah which is your what's your domain Yeah, uh, it's Jatan dot space. Okay, cool domain. So it's my space on the internet. <laughs> you have an actual space, uh, in and in, in dot space. That's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I you know I've I feel like we could go on. <laughs> I have uh, so many. Uh, I really have a lot of space questions, but uh, this is not the space. Uh, the space podcast although um all right one more one more why what why is the moon the the opposite of what people think of as a rock in the sky in in a nutshell can you do that yeah so basically the moon um uh, everything good about the moon boils down to two things one it's the nearest celestial body to us 
and two uh, since it doesn't have an atmosphere or any weathering processes uh the like like earth has there it is it preserves uh, an archival history of the solar system uh, uh indirectly mm-hmm. so just like a detective would solve uh, you know a crime scene or whatever happened at a certain place by looking for clues uh, which are preserved at the scene uh, the moon could can and does help us understand what is happening uh, what happened across the solar system uh, how was the moon formed and how was the earth formed because both of them have a tide origin and so on mm-hmm. and in so that's in terms of science so basically the moon enables us to learn about our own past as a collective species and the planet and the solar system that we are in and at the same time it also helps us move forward uh, in terms of you know us surviving as a species because uh, no matter how beautiful the earth is it's not here forever like it's physically not here forever so regardless of you know how well we preserve it which we obviously should uh, but regardless of that it's not going to be here forever and the moon is a great accessible uh, close place for us to start living off world mm-hmm. test the technologies that will allow us to live in deep space deep space because the moon is a very harsh it's a very harsh environment mm-hmm. and if you can live on the moon sustainably if we can demonstrate that we can actually make 1000 people live on the moon uh, without uh, needing access to earth frequently and eventually never mm-hmm. then we could use the moon as our test bed and the stepping stone to uh, live across the solar system so those both from a scientific and a future of species technological perspective mm-hmm. the moon is uh, you know our sort of uh, the best hope mm-hmm. that is that is a great explanation that um I mean, I didn't think of it as exactly a rock, but I hadn't really thought about it in the, the terms you just expressed. And um, I, I'm not a, a space nerd in that I, you know, don't follow the news as much uh, as a lot of people do. But I do go to a lot of space movies. <laughs> do you have a favorite yeah, space movie? um yes i think so yeah that i if i have if i were to pick one i would say 2001 a space odyssey yeah. is uh, is the one it's it's sort of too good to be excluded <laughs> yeah i i uh, that's pretty cool why you want a second a second choice if you if you no, can't, I can't no. think of one at the moment <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i was just thinking of uh other movies space movies that i like but i i seem to be lost in space odyssey a lot yeah i actually never saw 2001 until about 3 4 years ago um because it came out when i was a kid but i was too young to go see it in the theater and then it would be mm-hmm. on tv and i just thought i don't think it will be that good on tv i don't know why you know mm-hmm. i just thought yeah it doesn't appeal to me so then um our local uh independent theater which has a 70 mm projector did a 70 mm uh showing of of 2001 and i i was like i'm definitely going and uh wow i've been twice that's, now that's and great. i'm so glad i waited even though <laughs> i obviously was missing out on a key piece of cinema 
history and, you know, people refer to it all the time, but it was glorious, mm. you know, it was so exciting. Um, and so, yeah. Um, that's great. That's great. <laughs> I don't think they have, I don't think they have aired 2001 A Space Odyssey in theaters in India uh, uh, recently. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I recommend it. Um, and, uh, yeah. so, all right. Well, we better wrap up because now we're going from the moon podcast to the, the movie podcast. And it's really supposed to be the <laughs> micro.blog blog podcast. Um, so yeah. thank you so much for taking this time to be here, Jadan. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was great talking to you. Um, and yeah, just, I, I look forward to continue being in the community more than ever. Oh, great. I'm very happy about that. And listeners, if you want to follow Jatan on micro.blog, there is a link in the show notes, or go to micro.blog slash uncertain quark. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.